Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today's episode is titled How to Be Liked by Anyone. So first of all, let me just say this, that I recognize that there are some people that when you read that title, you're like, yeah, I don't really care. I don't need to be liked. Well, let me just preface this by saying, you should. Uh, and, and not in a people-pleasing, bending over backwards, being a doormat kind of a way, but really in essence, um, this idea of being liked, admired, trusted, respected, it's essential when you are leading people, whether at home or in the workplace or in your community. So we're going to really flush that out a little bit today, and I'm going to give you six ideas to focus on. So you'll definitely want to take notes for this one, write down those six ideas, and then come up with a plan for yourself. How are you going to focus on these six ideas? I'll give you a couple options as we go through, of course, um, but I promise you, especially if you are feeling like you are not liked, trusted, respected, cared for, this is a way by giving that you're going to get back. Okay. So trust me on this. Come at it with an open mind. I promise you it will be worth your time. Awesome. Enjoy. All right, so let's start with a quote from Byron Katie, one of my favorite book mentors. Uh, She said, everybody loves me, they just don't know it yet. I thought, oh my goodness, what an excellent way to live your life, to just assume that everybody loves you, they just don't know it yet. That really changes your perspective on how you live in this life. And, you know, there's an old adage that says, what you give, uh, you get, right? Um... And then I think about, too, John Maxwell. So he talks a lot about the three questions everybody asks of you. And it doesn't matter who they are, whether you're, you know, at work or at home or or meeting somebody for the first time. They always ask the questions, um, do I know you? Uh, Do I like you? And can I trust you? So do you care for me? Um, Can you help me? Uh, Do I trust you? Now, Some people, you know, the title, How to Be Liked by Anyone of this episode, some people might say, you know what, Michelle, I don't care. I don't care if they like me or not. Well, let me just clarify here that I'm talking about um, not that they like you as in you're people-pleasing, like you're changing yourself in order to, you know, give them something, um, but really you should care. Uh, especially if you're a leader, you, you, you need people to, to know, like, and trust you. Um, I've worked with several clients lately. And the thing that we're focusing on is working with challenging people, specifically leaders who are, uh, working with challenging staff. So there's all kinds of reasons why they might be challenging. However, if you are not focused on whether people are respecting, admiring, liking, and trusting you as a leader, then you're not doing a good job as a leader. Again, this isn't in a pandering, bending over backwards, giving them what they want kind of way, but in a really deeper, meaningful way. Um, We know if you read John Maxwell's uh, Five Levels of Leadership, which is one of my very favorite ones, it's kind of the, the Bible on leadership, if you will. We know that level two is about relationship building. So you come into your leadership position, you've got about six months of credibility, but until, if you don't start building relationships in those first six months, and in what I'm going to share with you today, you lose your credibility. 
Relationship building is so important to your leadership. You think your leadership is about getting stuff done when in reality you're, you're, you need to build relationships in order to get stuff done. So how can you be liked by anyone? Well, I'm going to give you six things. So you might want to write these down. And these are really things to focus on. Some of these six you're going to feel like are a little easier than others. Some of them a little difficult. I'm not saying you have to focus on all six. I do find for myself it's helpful to pick one of these every day and let that be my focus. So, you know, you might want to try that as well. Say today I'm going to focus on number one, tomorrow number two, so on and so forth. Um, You could also choose to say, you know what, for um, this week I'm going to focus on number four. And all week long that's what I'm going to focus on. So really, you know, this is a a roadmap for growth for you to to make sure that you are doing the things that the people around you need, okay? So the first one is noticing perfection or potential. So this is really where we see a person and uh, I I think of my kids for this one a lot, Um, You know, it's easy for us to look at kids and say, okay, they're trying to figure out life, right? They're trying to, you know, learn things and they have a lower level of awareness because they don't have the experiences, right? So it's easy for me to look at my kids and go, okay, yeah, okay, they might have messed up a little bit, but I see the potential in them, right? Sometimes it's a little more difficult to notice that perfect or potential in somebody when they're all grown up, right? You see an adult body and you assume that they should know things, right? This is why people say, man, that person lacks common sense. Well, I I challenge that. Well, what is common sense? Just because you think that it should be done this way doesn't make that common or sensical, (laughs) So it's a little bit more difficult when you're working with, say, your staff member and you see that they've screwed up once again to see the potential. But I really think when you focus on looking at their potential, um, you see that person in a different light. Now, number two is forgiveness. So seeing a person's actions and words and realizing that's what that person did that's not who they are. I remember very distinctly, I had a staff member that really kind of screwed up. Okay. I mean, as in, um, not only put a child in danger, but also put our business in danger. We could have lost our license for, for this act. And I had to look at that person. First of all, it was more difficult in the moment to notice the perfection and potential of that person. I'll be honest. I did have to get to that point and say, okay, this person has been an employee here for many years and has never, ever screwed up like this. Something happened. So of course we went into that debrief to figure out what in the world was going on, what what was happening. And I had to separate what happened from who this person was. And of course, you know, we had corrective action plans. We, you know, went through the whole nine yards, but this person was also like totally shocked at at what occurred. Uh, And so if I had come into that situation and not forgiven her or the situation that happened and not separated her from this activity, man, I, I would have approached it in a very different way. So the result was we got the, the, not only did we get the problem fixed, I had a deeper relationship with this individual. 
Uh, we had greater conversations with our staff in general, not just about this incident, but about how we wanted to move forward. And we actually got to change some policies that helped us in, in the, the remaining years for when I was in that position. So we, we made really good use of this, um, let's say mistake or error that occurred. But if I had focused on this person and the mistake or error that they did and just like sent her away and said, that's it, you're, you're gone, I can't have you here anymore, I would not have been able to raise it up uh, into a, a good thing like we did. So forgiveness is key. Number three is looking for something to admire, right? So, so looking at that person and trying to figure out, oh man, what do I admire about them? Because when you look for something to admire, guess what? you find it. I love how John Maxwell talks about this in many of his books. Um, but he says every single day he wants to, to admire something in someone that they can't do anything back. So for example, you know, um, we were at a John Maxwell team event one day and he was trying to explain this to some, a smaller group of ours. And he said, well, let me give you an example. So he said, you know, you go into these big, big large events and when you're the, the speaker, it's, it's hard to go into the public spaces because you, you kind of get caught by people. And so you find yourself in these back hallways and, and going through kitchens and prep areas. And, uh, and so you're exposed to people who are not coming to your event. They may or may not know you. Um, and he said, I want, I want to, you know, notice people. And he talks about walking slowly through the crowd and um, he doesn't care if the crowd is paying people or not. And so he told us about this experience he had with somebody in one of the kitchens and he was talking to this guy and, and he had an amazing conversation. And he said, this guy, I was looking for something to admire in him. And he said, I found several things. And not only that, but he actually took some notes because he said, this guy was talking about a leadership principle that he was using with his small group of, of servers. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's an excellent example of that. And so because he had trained his brain to admire something in every single person he meets, he, he saw something to admire. And, you know, he's actually going to be working on putting that into um, his next book, which I, I love right? So look for something to admire. Everybody in this world has something to teach you. I don't care who they are. Everyone has experienced something in this life that you have not. So number four, um, you know, just uh, respect. Respecting somebody, especially when you don't agree. I think that's one of our, um, that, that's something that's missing in this world these days. Um, respecting when you don't agree because they are worth it, because they are another human being. That's it. I, I don't have a whole lot to teach on that. Just respect people because they're, they're living and they're breathing. Okay. Now that does not mean that you have to, you know, trust them wholeheartedly. We'll talk about trust here in a minute, but, but respecting them because they're another person. Okay. Number five is find something that you like in them. Okay. So liking and admiring is a little bit different. Admiring I look at is like, okay, there's a lesson that you can teach me. Liking is more like, Hey, there's something in, you know, there, there's a connection here. I think of John Maxwell's 101% principle where he says, find the, the 1% that you can agree on and 
focus on that 100% of the time. So really looking at okay, what, what can we, um, you know, what's something that we agree on? I, I was talking to somebody the other day in totally, totally, completely different life experiences. And we found that we both appreciated watching sunrises. Like that was our thing. And so we talked about some of the beautiful sunrises that we've been able to watch. We actually showed each other some pictures. Um, and it was just a way to, to open up our hearts to each other. Now, you know, we're still working on our relationship, um, but that was a, that was really neat. Okay. So find some common ground. And then the sixth thing is to build your trust in them. Okay. Especially with people who you know are going to be in your life a long, a long time. Um, build your trust in them one small bit at a time. Especially if you've gone through something like um, earlier, my example with my staff member, I had years of trust with this person. And then there was that incident that happened. And I had to check myself and say, hmm, do I trust this person? (laughs) And I'll be honest that after I forgave this person and I was like, okay, I, I do trust them to a certain point. And when we created our action plan, one of the things that we built into the plan was um, ways for me to be, build trust. So a little bit more accountability, some reporting on their end. And this person absolutely understood what I was talking about and was wholly on board for that. She, she wanted to build trust just as much as I wanted to give it. Um, and it. And it took some time. Uh, however, she did build that trust back up. Um, and I allowed myself to trust her. Okay. Um, your belief in other people is a wonderful stimulant. Okay. And when you believe in other people, you trust them, you like them, you respect them, you do these six things, you not only stimulate them, but you often they'll live up to that. So it's like having expectations for them, whether you say them aloud or not, they want to live up to that. That's a huge part in building relationships. Now, I didn't say any of this was going to be easy. (laughs) I definitely didn't say any of it was going to be fast. None of these are quick fixes. You can't just drive through the drive-thru and say, yep, I want a little bit more trust and forgiveness in my life. No, you're going to have to hang out with these a little bit. Okay, you got to focus on them. And I didn't say that you would like it either because some of you, I know you're going to say, oh, Michelle, I can do one and number four. Um, But yeah, no, I'm not going to do the other ones. Okay. I mean, this is totally up to you. Uh, Obviously, I will never, ever tell you, you know, what to think or what to do, just to think. So I, I, I would encourage you, I would suggest that you sit with these six things and really think about how much of this do I want in my life? When you give this way, you can't help but be liked by other people, which really, in essence, when you are, it fuels you to do it more. And that's an excellent cycle to be living in, right? It's a a, um, greater way of being. 
So really sit with these six and, and ask yourself, what's going to be my focus today? Do I want to um, notice people's perfection and potential? Do I want to focus on forgiveness? Do I want to look for something I, I admire in another person? What lesson are they teaching me? Um, do I want to just focus on respecting them because they're a human being? Do I want to find something that we have in common together? Or do I need to be building trust with that person? It doesn't matter which one you pick. Um, and you might want to think about it this way. Which one of those do you feel like is lacking in your life? So for example, if you feel like you're having um, a difficult relationship with somebody, maybe there's distrust there. Maybe there's, you know, lack of respect or, um, you know, maybe you're feeling a little lonely and like nobody appreciates what you're doing. Um, how can you use one of these six to really work on that? So the love that you give is the love that comes back to you. All right. So uh, I hope this has been really helpful. I really would like you to try it. And of course, once you try it, reach back and say, hey, Michelle, I, I tried it. This is what happened. Um, especially if you're trying something and it's not working. I want to know that too, because maybe I can help you just shift your perception a little bit. Okay. Awesome. I hope this is helpful. Uh, and with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.